0: Welcome to Becoming Unshakable with Sarah Wolf and Patryden Ahunty. The purpose of this podcast is to empower you to improve your life and become your own coach. Together, we will guide you through mindset techniques and psychology tools that we have applied to change our own lives and to help others do the same.
1: During these episodes, we'll be taking you through mindset exercises and practicalities so you can feel free to get your journal and your favorite pen and take some notes along the way.
0: Hello beautiful beings and welcome to today's episode. We're on episode 18 and I'm really excited to have you because today we're actually going to take it handy. We're going to do some life updates and you can take whatever you want from it because basically we're just going to speak about maybe some transition periods, maybe the way we structure our days, the way we've change certain things. And we want to also show a little bit of contrast between Sarah and I, because not everyone has the same life. Not everyone has a kid, for example, not everyone is traveling or not everyone has a partner. And, you know, there's like a lot of differences between all of us. And I think placing that demonstration of the contrast might be really nice to help you to kind of get an example of what it looks like to make some friends when you're in a certain life transition period, what it looks like to structure your day, what it looks like to go with the flow and what it looks like to get over certain things that might have caused you a little bit of maybe a little bit of sadness, frustration and things like that. So that's what we want to do today. We want to take it casual and just want to help you to see a few different perspectives so that you're not only seeing one page of what a woman's life should look like or how your structure should look like or the way that you set your day should look like so that you can get a few examples of how we deal with things and how different our lives actually are, even though we're so aligned. (laughs) So... I'm gonna pass it over to Sarah, and I think she will guide you through a little bit of change recently.
1: Hey, guys, How are we doing? Yeah, and I actually, as you're speaking there, I think it's very easy to look at our Instagram profiles, for example, and you know make an assumption that God, their life is just so amazing. And I'm just saying that because you'll have a lot of people looking at, for example, you, Patrick, traveling and people really want that. And as you know, whatever you want the most in life, you look at other people that have that as if they have it all. And that's just your perspective, because it's like if somebody really wants a partner, for example, they'll look at other women with partners thinking, oh, my God, they have it all. Same as if somebody has a house. I don't know how many women come to me and say, I just feel like I'm behind in life and I'm like, but what does your behind mean? Like, what have you, because you, you, only you've attached meaning to that. Sorry, I'm I'm kind of gone off on a tangent here. But what I mean by that is like Patri living this life. You know, she's in Mexico at the moment and I'm living obviously my life as a, a mum and, you know, a married person in Ireland. And we both live very, very different lives. And I think we've both definitely extremely struggled with different transition phases throughout our lives. But I think it's nice to come together today. And I'm actually going to talk about the the difficulties I had when I first moved home, which a lot of people, again, don't see through Instagram and even becoming a mum and trying to do all the things and how it's only like around now that I'm starting to get things right. Like after one year, over one year, oh my God, nearly a year and a half of being at home and Just to, you know, knock myself down a peg for all of you girls who who might be looking, thinking, God, she's got the partner, she's got the, you know. So I moved back home in July and I've actually not talked about this on the podcast or even I'm not sure if I talked about it on my Instagram. But the first three months for me now, I knew it would be extremely difficult moving home from Dubai, but I literally I think I cried every single day for, well, I remember there was days where I was just crying and I, I didn't, I wasn't even crying over anything. The tears were just coming and coming and coming. Now I knew this was like reverse culture shock. And um, this is basically your brain getting used to a whole new way of living. But not only that, I was also pregnant. And again, the most women dream of being pregnant. And I was so grateful every single day for my pregnancy, but because of the hormones and then the move home like it was just all way too much. And like, I never spoke about this, but I actually was on anti-anxiety medication for a few weeks when I first moved home. And so many people would be like, oh, my God, you're a mindset coach. You know, how do you not pull yourself together? And that's just interesting how we forget that we're all human, you know, and mindset coach you're not, PT or not everybody has their weeks, but they won't go to the gym or everybody has their weeks where they're really down in the jumps. And sometimes there's no explaining that. And there's no amount of gratitude journaling, you know, or anything that you can do to help you yourself in that situation. So I suppose when I first moved home, it was really tough. And I suppose now I'm in the most beautiful place in my life that like I wouldn't move back to Dubai in a heartbeat. But now I love Dubai and I can't wait to go there on holidays again. But like what I mean by that is like, All transitions, I just feel like this is a message that might resonate with you, all transitions, uh, whether it's breakups, whether it is moving to a new place, leaving a job, take a lot of time, positive or negative. Okay, doesn't matter what the transition is, you will really, really feel and and feel, feel, feel the effects of that transition for a long period of time. And it's such a timing thing. You know, because it takes you a long time to construct your life in a way that feels good again after that part of your life is gone. Right. So, anyway, then I, I suppose I wasn't very happy in the place we were living at the time. We were, you know, spending so long trying to get a house. I know I've talked about that in previous episodes. So I won't go into that. And I guess like now, you know, like I had to construct my life in such a way that felt really good for me. And what I did was I looked at all the things that I was so happy with in Dubai. So, for example, the gym was always a big part of my life. So, just bringing that culture back to my life again, do you know what I mean? Or meeting like minded people was also important to me because as you know, I, you know, I was like new, like in Cork, I didn't know anyone. So and I, I say this to everyone, like Ireland is really, really amazing in terms of there's a lot of things on, but like there's no point sitting down and complaining about it if you haven't gone on to Eventbrite or Instagram or looked and actually opened your eyes to like the amount of people like there's so many new things now, like hikes and retreats and like all these amazing events. But you need to just open your eyes and look for them and you need to go to these things and get out of your comfort zone. And then I feel like, you know, if, if you work for yourself, for example, are there entrepreneurship groups in your area, you know, and then I feel like now I feel like such a sweet spot with everything. I feel like my social life is booming. I feel like, you know, my I've got my weekly structure like nailed. We obviously just got childcare recently, but I've now just about now, a year and a half later, really, you know, feel like I'm so happy and I'm so content with everything in my life. But it took a really long time to get there. So I suppose my message to the listeners is if you are going through any kind of a transition phase or if you're in a new area or if you're in, you know, give yourself so much time and try to construct your life in a way that feels good to you, because there is reality and there's your reality. You know what I mean? But you can create that world for yourself, but you have to be the one to get out of your comfort zone to do that. And then obviously things like my morning routine, which are so important to me and, you know, switching off and just being with my family, anxiety and and stress and stuff. You know, that's always I, I say to all my clients, that's always going to be there, but it's learning, I suppose, how to manage that in a weekly structure that feels really good for you where you have time off, time to rest, time to, you know, put dates into your social calendar, things like that. So I feel like when you're in the right environment you can really really thrive in that and you create that beautiful inner world again gratitude things like that and um yeah th- i i i guess now i just feel really 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 happy but it took me a really long time to get things right for me and 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 get my 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 i suppose my life into a place that feels really good um so Patrick, i'm going to go over to you and you can talk i just literally went off on a big tangent but i think that's what this podcast is all about just Chatting uh, and then I can talk a little bit about mom life and things like that afterwards.
0: Yeah, I liked what you said about this transition period. Um I feel like a really big one for me would be doing like holding on to my grounding techniques because when there's changes, um I feel like there can be this kind of life container issue. And when there's a lot of change or there's a transition, whether it's a move, whether it's like, you know, um, releasing a partner, um, different friends, things like that, your, I think your body can only handle so much change at once. And when it feels, it might start feeling unsafe um, if there's a lot of changes all happening at once. So we need to be very aware of that because obviously it can cause a lot of anxiety. Um, loss of appetite is a big one for me. For example, I think Sarah is the same. So I stay very much on top of that. And I'm like, okay, you know, what have I ate today? What am I eating? Like, what am I doing? Cause it's only going to make it worse then. Um, so just watching those things. Um, and the in terms of like the grounding techniques for me, that's been massive. And if you've been looking at my Instagram, I've moved to Tulum. Um, it was only meant to be for two months, but plans have changed. I'm now single um, by my decision. So I'm actually going to be extending my stay. So that's that in itself was was news. And I think knowing what works, um, you have to go back to that when there's transition, knowing what has worked before. So what do you typically use? to ground is it the breath work is it like taking slow mornings so waking up a little bit earlier so that you can actually do those techniques is it that you want to stay in in the evenings as opposed to like going out and things like that so like what will feel good for you uh, when those things happen and for me I had to actually I've, I've been doing a lot of practices to coming to my body because Uh, what the body wants to do is like not be there, right? You don't want to feel when these things happen. So like you come into your body and you breathe in and what you do is actually put your hand on your heart space. And sometimes I put the other one in on my womb because like that's where a lot of our power is. And you ask yourself what feels right or what feels good for me? Because our mind might want to do something else. Like when you're, you know, through a breakup, a lot of people are like, they go along with their friends and they're like, let's go out. Whereas that's probably the last thing that your body needs. Then it's like, you need a lot of kind of grounding. You need a lot of feeling safe in your body and learning to be by yourself again. So some, you know, sometimes it's about like really coming back into the body and not avoiding emotions, because if we do that, we're just running away from our what some people call the demons, right? So it's like if you're running away from yourself, when are you feeling home? When are you feeling like you're your own home? So I've worked on that to like not run away from myself or my emotions, and like Sarah said, like sometimes it might get too tough, and you might need. Um, things for anxiety sometimes you'll feel like okay I just need to cry this out for a few days and it is what it is whatever works for you and whatever you feel is right but like coming back to my body meant that you know there's no escaping here like I need to process this because otherwise I'm just delaying it and that's what we do sometimes it's just like I'm delaying it if I don't want to feel it I'm just gonna like postpone it so that's like that's just one that links in with grounding techniques right so like if you don't know how to like practice breath work and you don't know how to like feel safe with feeling those difficult emotions then maybe find a therapist or a coach that actually is good for that because like honestly having that weekly support for me which I always have like either a coach or therapy that's like I'll never not have that because then it means that I can show up for my clients you know so like whatever way you allow yourself to be supported as well is the way that you can kind of show up in your life and just feel safe and feel like supported and things like that so basically grounding techniques and knowing who's supporting you is very important to know especially during transition periods because it can be like oh what the hell is going on and like your mindset might obviously be a bit rocky and you know there's a lot of change going on and forming connections so like like Sarah said you know you it can be a bit difficult to like know okay who am I going to hang out with in this place and stuff like that and that can feel scary right when I came to the I was like Mm, I know I'll be fine like I'll just go to these classes and meet people but like you know you always have a little bit of doubt so it's about for me it's about conscious action and being aware that uh, yes people might be magnetized to you but also like don't isolate yourself whether you're like whether you're moving to a new place or whether you're actually in the same place we can self-isolate and it's very easy to stay on your phone And it's very easy to just be like, oh, I'm just going to watch Netflix and stuff like that. But isolation is never good. And there's literally been studies that say that like people die earlier if they don't have that human connection. So that's where conscious action comes in. And for me, conscious action looks like, um, okay, what am I doing on Wednesday? Like, let's see if um, Aubrey's doing something. Let's see if uh, Kaylee wants to get a latte. Like things like that. So like you know and. Being very aware of like the women's circles and like all of the things that you can do to actually connect with other women that are very much like minded. So, for me, that would mean a cacao ceremony, it would mean like all of these beautiful things, it would mean maybe yoga class or whatever. That's where you can, the things that you like, well, that's probably where you're going to meet people that are like you or have similar interests to you. So, you might as well do that. Um, so forming connections is a really important one, and then. <laughs> this is like another point that I want to add to this because of the point of my life I'm in. Um, making decisions from your heart space. So, when you're thinking of making changes, whether it's leaving a job and whatever, or like changing jobs or moving to a different place, ask, come into your body again. And is that, you know, sometimes the masculine energy isn't like in our minds and our heart space holds the feminine energy at times, right? So coming back into the body and being like, is this coming from a place of love or like of what I desire, or is it coming from, I have to, because I was, for example, going to go home, back home. And that was like, I have to be home for Christmas with my family. So asking yourself, am I doing this because I am used to doing this or because you know, I actually want to, and then just like holding space for those transitions of that's where you change as a person, when you actually consciously look at the decisions you're making. And it's like, do I actually really want to do that? Or am I just doing it because it's normal to do that? Or it's expected of me to do that. So that's getting rid of the shoulds is super important. It's something that like I've changed in my life massively in the past year. And um, even just like for example, for me would have been like show up on social media all the time. However, I can help people in another way. I can obviously show up for my clients. I can show up. So like knowing how much energy are you spending on the certain things that are on your calendar? Because a lot of the time we can just be like, oh, but I have to do this and I'm used to doing this every day. But like, are you like, look at your energy? How does it feel? And do you have the energy to put out in that thing? Because if you're, if you're literally leaking energy and just like <laughs> Sarah can definitely could like, can definitely relate to this. Cause it's like, if you're just like giving out, giving, 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 and then you're like, okay, I love giving, but also like, I'm exhausted. It's like, no, okay. Look at your energy. And like, we have both worked on this. We're like, we're like, okay, do. What am I putting my energy on? And does this feel right um, and then she'll kind of guide you towards like how she's changed her schedule as well to match this. And also for me it would be like minimizing a lot on my calendar. It's like, okay, I'm processing changes. Like this is not happening. Um, I don't care how many weeks it takes. Like you are the most important asset. Okay. So your energy is your life source. Like that's your gold. Okay. So money is money, but your energy, like nothing, nobody is going to pass out just because you didn't do a thing that day. Right. So like, look at your energy, because when you don't take care of your energy and you're leaking, that's where your health is impacted. That's where your mind is impacted. That's where everything is impacted. So just like looking at the energy and being like, okay, am I feeling grounded? Am I feeling ready for this? Or am I just like leaking energy here? That's a really big one um, for me and I think for Sarah too. Um, But yeah, like don't resist difficult emotions. Stop trying to put glitter on it because it just pushes emotions down and they'll come back even stronger. And that's my last point that don't
1: resist it. A hundred percent. Whatever you resist, persists, and I say this to a lot of people who are going through something major in their life because obviously I have a lot of clients off the back of, um, trauma it might be lost in their life you know and um definitely taking as much time as you need off and like the world will keep going if you slow down like I said no one's gonna die no one's gonna you know what I mean everything will be fine there's no rush and I I did this listen I'm saying this now as if like you know I tell myself this a lot like Sarah there is no rush with anything you know and take your time and what kind of a life do you want to live Um just on that energy piece as well. I've recently just put out that I'm doing a webinar um at the end of this month on um stress and overwhelm. And I just popped a little question into my Google form just saying, How does stress and overwhelm impact you? And the amount of responses, Patrick, like are frightening, not sleeping. You know, like like so many every second one was I'm not sleeping at night. Like, isn't that so scary? Like that's the world we live in now because everything I don't know about you, like. I know I'm kind of going off again, but everything at the moment feels very, very fast-paced. I know you're there into a loom and things are quite chill and you're like, do you know what I mean? But in general, like, and I, that this is where I'm going to talk about my energy because I'm a mum as well as a business owner. So um I think I'll actually do a separate episode, a solo episode on mum life and business as well, because I think that would be quite nice for for all the mums out there. Um, so I'll keep this one brief. But like I um I was just talking to Patrick about a huge transition I'm making in my business from uh, evening schedule to daytime. So, like, I the, the only reason I coach in the evening times at the moment is because when I was in Dubai, I was teaching full time, so I was then coaching in the evenings. Now I do it because I have Haley. Um, we've just sorted childcare now, but I would Haley every day, and I was like, I'll just do my coaching sessions in the evening, completely dismissing the fact that having a baby is a full time job. Completely, just think, oh, I'm just here with Haley chilling all day, and then I'll be fine and next thing I was like oh holy shit no I'm not (laughs) I'm not okay now it's fine I've got the most incredible clients at the minute we're just running a group program at the minute so it's you know what I mean I don't I didn't take on a whole pile of one-to-ones this side of the year or anything like that to stress myself out and not give the girls enough or whatever but still you know I felt it and um Yeah, for me as a mom, like, I do think it's really important to seek out as much support as possible. I think when you become a mom, you feel like, you know, you should be the martyr. You have to do it all. You have to run everything. You know what I mean? And that's a big realization I've had recently is no, um, you know, just because I own. And it's almost like I felt like because I run my own coaching business that like I didn't need so much childcare. Does that make sense? And then I was like, what are you talking about there? This is like much more than an IJ5 there's so many things to do like you can't just wing this like this isn't going to be a case of like I can do it all you know what I mean and so I think um for me seeking out support has been huge obviously from January my calendar is moving to daytime can we just get a round of applause finally <laughs> I've been doing this in evening times for so long and then what happened was I was sacrificing my time with Hayley and Liam and like you just said there, you know, money, business, all that stuff comes second to your time with your family. You know, I mean, I think, you know, obviously everyone has different values, but like I was just like in this chain of go. Because like I was like, I'm not working during the day. I bloody well was. I was on my laptop all day. I was doing admin stuff all day. I was talking to my social media manager. I was, you know what I mean? And I was like, Sarah, you're working around the clock. Um, This is uh, this isn't sustainable. So um, to all your mums, out, th- all the mums out there that are listening, definitely seek out as much support as you can, because it is really, really difficult and it's a lot of work. Um, At the same time, I think you should live a very, very good life alongside having a baby. I think a lot of m- people, when they have kids, they kind of succumb to this idea that they kind of become the mom. And that's not that that's it, but because I know. Well, like as soon as she was born, I mean, I think I went to Manchester for a weekend five weeks after she was born and like I'd be the person to put my hand and say I'd have zero problem with that because I believe I'm a better mum when I'm living my best life alongside having her. And I obviously have a now. I'm very lucky that I've got an absolutely fantastic partner. That's very hands on. That's the other side of it, of course. You know, what I mean, and I have some flexibility because I'm a business owner. I have, you know what I mean? I don't work on the weekends, right? So you have a name before you have a baby, you have a name you know, you've got, um, you, you have a life before you have a baby, before you meet your partner, you've got one name, that's you, all these other things in your life relationships. (laughs) Like that's what's really mean. Your baby is just an add on. It's not, you know what I mean? It's like, what I mean by that is like, don't forget your sense of self going back to energy, taking time off for yourself, grounding yourself. You know what I mean? Taking your, like everything Patrick just talked about feeling things in your body. Do you have time in your week to do those things? You know, or are you running yourself into the ground? So that's just something I wanted to get across because I talked to you there about my anxiety I had coming home that I had to go for it, seek for help, which I'm sure a lot, not a lot of people think. But then remembering I'm just human at the end of the day. Right. Um, The transition period to home, that was so tough coming from Dubai to Ireland. But now I'm so happy. But it took me a very long time to construct my life in such a way. Um, health and fitness for me has been huge it always has been a part of my life but of course when I was pregnant I kind of took some time off the heavy the heavy lifting as they say and all the rest of it recently signed back on with my coach and oh my god like it just makes you like it for me it just elevates my sense of self because it's that me against me mentality I've got something to work on and I'm just a little bit more of a more of a confident person when I'm treating my body with that respect, if that makes sense, because obviously nutrition as well, things like that. Um, You know, so all you mums out there, do you have, you know, someone that can help you with movement? You know, do you have um, good nutrition in your life? Your food is your mood. And, you know, do you have some help? That's what they're the things I really had to. So, yeah, I mean, I've gone through major transitions in the last couple of months, but like it's all coming together now. Uh, But it is really realizing that you are more than just a mum you know, that you um have, you're supposed to live an amazing life and you want your, your child to look up to you. You're going to be the leader. Whatever the child does when they're older, they're going to model from you. So like, you know, how do you want your child to see you? You know, and are you going to give yourself some time off so you show up as a better mom? You know, are you going to foster independence in them? Are you going to foster the idea that mommy works hard? You know, that's kind of like, Where I'm going with things, but like, just don't forget your sense of self in the midst of all that. Even getting married, you don't just become a wife. You know what I mean? Like, you are you. You should live your life in a way that suits you. And when you have a baby, like that doesn't change. You know, and I think... I'm figuring all this stuff out now, but like now I feel like in a really good place as well To you mums in Ireland, who have babies like join all the baby massage, the baby yoga, meet other mums. I've met the most amazing mums in the last couple of months. It's been insane. It's really brought a good injection of like um, people into my life as well. Um, So, yeah, that's that's kind of me in a nutshell. Everything is kind of switching to daytime. I have more support and yeah, there's big changes with my coaching programs coming as well, which is exciting. So but again, like Patrick said, it's learning how to manage that, but then also giving yourself time off, isn't it?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I feel like everything kind of falls into place and there's no rushing this. Like, I feel like we always need to rush everything to to like fall into place perfectly because that's the thing we look at Instagram we're like oh sure they're absolutely flying it and you don't see the the decision making like the what is it that they're releasing in their lives right now what is it like that they're managing like there's a lot on people's plates and um you know it's it's not as easy as it looks it's not as breezy like things take time to fall into place and um, it doesn't mean that everything is like immaculate behind the scenes, you know, and I talk a lot about comparison, you guys know, but like I can't, you know, stress it enough. It's like we we do look at um, things a lot and we're like, oh, sure, like there's nothing going on there. <laughs> but, you know, there always is There's something that the, the people are like, everyone is always trying to figure out their own best way. And I think that takes time. Um like, yeah, just dealing with transitions with, like, a lot of compassion, and that word always, always comes back to me, because when I'm going through a change or something, like, I need to remind myself to be compassionate towards myself of, like, okay, we want to cry for an hour, we're going to do that, and, you know, process those changes, like, very softly, um, compassion is just a really important one that we forget about because it's it's just kind of like trying to force us to keep moving forward and um to put a timeline on you know how much this this transition should take or how much time um I should be feeling this for kind of thing and I don't think there's any you can't rush these things I don't think you can rush, like Sarah, for example, like she took months to kind of settle back into Ireland and feel right, right, so like not not rushing anything is always the best way because you're not forcing yourself to feel differently, you're not forcing yourself to feel um, like amazing and glowy and grateful for everything when you're actually in the shits, right? um so I think that's important because like say for example this will probably help you if you know you have you know we all have our breakdowns every now and then we have a good cry and it feels fantastic (laughs) or let's just not even lie about it like it's just like oh my god that felt so good to just get it out so like say for instance about the breakup right so like clearly I've had my fair share of cries so when you're in it like don't try to like not feel things and just not be there again it's just like being in the body and the more you release it and allow yourself and the thing is it's about holding yourself like feeling that compassion of like say you wouldn't you wouldn't rush a child to like not cry, to like stop crying, you wouldn't do that like surely and hopefully not because my granny used to be like oh no you're gonna look ugly if you cry like just so that I won't cry which probably didn't solve much (laughs) but she meant well (laughs) but like now it's kind of like you parenting yourself right, it's like you're reparenting yourself so like don't rush any sort of emotions and things like that, that's one thing that I need to stress on this episode because um The reason why I feel good and I'm here chatting to you normally is because I am doing that because like I'm health healthily processing stuff day by day as it comes up and not being like no like today's not the day kind of thing it's like no whatever comes up comes up and like um, keeping that support system very nicely, like steady there and not just like isolating myself and stuff like that. So that's really important. And, um, you know, whether you're a mom or not, just like emphasizing the importance of just like having people around you that actually care about you not just like having people for the sake of it that don't actually they're not filling your cup and they're not good for you um or just like talking to guys just because they're talking to you like I I know a few people that do this I'm like why (laughs) why like don't you know don't do that if you're feeling there's a difference between being alone and being lonely and I'll do an episode on being single now soon, but like being alone, there's nothing wrong with it. Being lonely, you're choosing to be lonely. So there is a very big difference. So if you're alone, mm, what do you do with your alone time? Like, what are you choosing to do? Where are you putting your energy on? What are you, how are you filling your own cup? Where, what are your hobbies? Who are your friends? Like, this is, these are important questions for going into 2024, for example. Um, but being lonely is like what, okay, so what are you doing? How are you taking action to be around people that nourish you? And how are you, like, this is a topic that constantly comes up. How are you just, like, not speaking to the same sex or opposite sex just for the sake of speaking to someone? Because if they're not making you feel good, then just no. I don't even entertain this at all. So, like, don't do that to yourself because um, just because you're feeling alone or you feel like there's not enough people around you doesn't mean you can't do anything about it you, there's always circles to join there's always people to find that are you know you can even put it out in the universe like I put I always set an intention for like the next three months whatever that chapter looks like for Tulum I put um nourishing friendships or something like that like you know fun friends fun friends I think I pull and like you know we're just like laughing and things like that these are important intentions, right? So, like, I knew I'd want friends. Of course, he doesn't want friends. Like, I'm like, oh, I love this. And, like, straight away, I met people who were on my zone. So, like, having that intention and just putting it out there, not like holding yourself back, will be super, super important for that. And whether that's gym friends that you want, whether that's yoga friends, whether that's just like, Hopefully not drinking friends,
1: <laughs> but like whatever floats your boat. <laughs> I think as well, just kind of like off the top, the back of that, what exactly what you were saying. I, I think two things stick out to me about this podcast. One, give it time. A lot of people just because we live in a very fast paced society, they want to feel a certain way now and then they make a lot of decisions off emotion, which I think is really important. Kind of like I said, to feel the feelings and just be patient and know that things will come good. There's a breakthrough and a breakdown, as we always say, you know, and um, it just might not be tomorrow. The breakthrough will come. And like you said, there's no time to fix things. It's just about that gentle approach to yourself that self-compassion patience and time and not like you were talking about talking to people for the sake of it and and trying to get the life back on track you know it is about processing and just having a lot of faith in the universe and just and just trusting that it will come good again but you're not looking for answers or things now that you're you know you're you're willing to just kind of wait this one out or sit this this little episode of your life out as well you know what i mean and i think when a lot of people make decisions off emotion it can nearly bring them the other way again, you know, and it's they're not thinking straight, you're not thinking logically, you're not thinking long term. So kind of same applies to this stuff, right?
0: Yeah, definitely. I like that. It's yeah, that that kind of trying to sit out of this chapter is what's going to stop you from growing and expanding. Because when something like that happens, when a change happens, like For example, I trust that something way better is coming because when we release something, and that's the way I see it, releasing, right? It's really lovely. And thankfully my relationship ended so beautifully and we're now friends. And like, it's, um, I'm happy to say that it's very gentle and lovely and yeah, it just like fills my soul. And like, who does that, right? Like, it's very rare that you end a relationship and your soul feels like full or whatever because it's like wow, you know, something so beautiful ending, but actually in, in releasing that, because I knew I was being guided, um, I trusted that, right? It's like, okay, I literally put, like, I started doing my 2024 vision board, I put certain things on it, and suddenly this falls off, right? So it's like, ah, okay, like, yes, it hurts, but it's the releasing, so that might look like to you, old um habits, it might look like old patterns, it might look like old, um, even routines that don't serve me anymore. For me, it was alcohol. That was a huge one, for example, like I released it a long time ago. So just knowing that releasing, um, is very different from like, um, you know, deleting or removing, like stop making it so savage. It's like when you release something, it's actually a really beautiful thing because that's even part of nature, right? Like even death is releasing. It's like people die and then some people are born. It's, you need, we need to be okay with, with transitions and um, loving the process slowly, but surely not straight away. You might not love it. You might be like very annoyed for a while. You might be frustrated. There will be all of that, but feel it, you know, and, as Sarah said, not trying to skip this chapter, because if you try to skip it, you're just like avoiding and, and missing out on that beautiful transformation. Like think of a butterfly, right? Um, It's not rushing be going into straight into a butterfly. It's like, you know, you know, it's part of nature. Yeah. It's part of nature to go, to go through the process. So I love that. I love that part. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So obviously we talked a lot about some personal stuff today. Um, we didn't go straight into any like massive yeah. techniques or anything, but
1: I was thinking like, cause I didn't even ask you like questions on obviously your life situation at the moment. So I think that's going to be like another, another episode to be honest.
0: Yeah, yeah because the other will be here all, <laughs> all day. No one knows. I know we can talk for ages. And of course, if you don't know yet, Sarah and I actually have this live catch up before episodes as it is. So then by the time we get to the podcast, we're like, if we keep going. <laughs> We will be here for the week. So
1: (laughs) it's really fun though. And I think um, just getting the perspective of the different lifestyles is really like nice for our listeners, because I do think we do hit lots of different listeners in different ways and they'll take what they need to from from one of our life situations, as crazy as they are a lot of the time. (laughs) Uh, But no, we definitely need to kind of come back to some of those topics, I think, and flesh them out a little bit more like you, obviously going through what you're going through at the minute. And then for me, going through what I'm going through at the minute kind of just like being a mom like newly single do you know what I mean things like that where we can actually just provide some value to the listeners as well in terms yeah. of us going those those uh massive life experiences to be honest but thank yeah. you for opening this battery today
0: as much yeah happy. I think I'm I might be known at this point for just being so open to be honest and I think that is one of my biggest learnings so far in my life it's like be open because then you'll be it's like you're trusting yourself and you're trusting the universe to kind of support you and also the more open you are the deeper the connections you make and that's something I have definitely seen in Tulum and like in a lot of places so definitely that's my one little takeaway tip it's like don't be afraid to be yourself and don't be afraid to be open because that's changed my life hugely.
1: That's your superpower. I think your authenticity, your life story, and everything to do with you is is the only thing ever thing in the world that's unique to you. So it's your yeah. that's your that's yeah. your, your secret sauce. That's your spirit. <laughs> secret sauce, I love it. <laughs> okay, we're going off now. We're going off now. All right,
0: all right, all right. Okay, thank <laughs> you for listening today, my beautiful
1: beings. And I will see you in the next one. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening. See you later.